0: welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of A Thousand Shades of Green, a literature podcast celebrating contemporary poets and writers. I'm Susan Richardson, your host and author of the poetry collections, Things My Mother Left Behind, and Tiger Lily in acrastic collaboration with artist Jane Cornwell, published by JC Studio Press. I also write the blog Stories from the Edge of Blindness. On this episode, I am honored to share the beautiful poetry of Karen Mooney. Karen Hurd's sleepless night notions to shear and tease apart from the heart before attempting to knit them into a garment that others can slip into. The Hedgehog Poetry Press has published some of those garments. More recent work can be found in The Storms, a journal of poetry, prose, and visual art. Karen's work has been published in the UK, USA, and Ireland, and is included in several anthologies. She co-wrote Penned In with Gaynor Kane published by the Hedgehog Poetry Press in 2020, publisher of her recent debut pamphlet, Missing Pieces, and of her forthcoming pamphlet, Pivot Points and Portals, co-written with Caroline Johnstone. Like many of the season's featured writers, I first discovered Karen's writing Through the Storms, a journal of poetry, prose, and visual art, and loved her poetry from the very first words. Karen's poems resonate so deeply with me. They are perfectly crafted parcels ripe with emotion, snapshots that capture slices of time so exquisitely you are transported into the colors and textures of each moment and every feeling. Karen's poems at times are heavy with sorrow and loss, but in them there is also always the knowing that love is alive in the world, and it is magnificent. Karen is magnificent. It is my absolute pleasure to share her poetry with you today. The first poem I chose for today is from issue three of The Storms. It's called, St. Couy's Well. An unseasoned serenity oozes from deep within this hillside to trickle hope upon all who visit. Pools from which to drink, wash, and bathe eyes, Invite stretched hands. A tree blossoms in prayer. Nearby an altar fills with offerings of prayerfully placed pebbles, laid in hope and remembrance. Breathing untrafficked air with only the thrum of nature for company, I am warmed by the sun as I slow to the flow of the sleepy soothing stream. Like others, I carefully undress, setting down my rucksack of remorse, shrugging off my coat of constant news. I slip out of the boots I've been attempting to fill, to feel weightless, vulnerable, and free. Free is the stream reaching forth, to be purified and preserved by the salty kiss of the sea. Like all art, poetry is felt and taken in with a personal lens and to it we cannot help but bring ourselves, our own lives and experiences It's one of the magical things about art. For me, Karen Mooney's pamphlet, Missing Pieces, is one that in so many of its exquisite and painful moments feels like a mirror to my own life, my own heart. The remaining poems for today's episode are all from Missing Pieces. The first is called Prepared. Her clothes hung musty in a wardrobe, long after the smell of perfume had faded. Remnants of her life, boxes of baby tags, old photographs to which we now turn. On top, a savings book, insurance policy, and grave papers for a child not spoken of, to whom she was preparing to return this next one is called Lily of the Valley shy content in the protective shade reluctant to step into the limelight It hid under the skirts of the hedge, the way we clung to hers. Planted when they moved there, an alien city landscape, contrasting with the freedom of her farm upbringing, from where her rhizome roots renewed. She walked down the aisle with it, after the fashion icon of the times, Princess Grace, Who at the age of 52 died tragically before her time. Two things they had in common. This is Rose in Winter. Walking through the rose garden at Mount Stewart after a storm. The bareheaded display of fragility reminds me of how I once felt. No one else will want you. My illness had impacted on us despite efforts to blossom. Once tightly wrapped, bud-like, my scent released only to you, but as I started to open, You became anxious, controlling, perhaps losing trust. My petals gathered by you in furious gusts. And in submission I fold, retreat, strength sapped, cut down to size with a stare, cold. But now I stand. I stand naked, defiant, as you lash my bones with a cruel tongue that howls of gloom. I will find another summer. I will bloom. This one is called our funeral there were no flowers or cards of condolence yet there was a death the death of us no handshakes no wake or funeral service just fear that it may be contagious likening the situation to death you envied the sympathy for a neighbor's last breath whilst i suffocating Needed to be free. Our union had become like a tether, unlike a joining where two become one. Independence may have kept us together to complement, not complete. Too young. Black's not my color, so I did not yield to mourning openly, but cried inside. I wore independence like a warrior's shield. Protecting the land where failure resides. Yes, we died, we buried our remains in new lives, so our history we resist. But no matter how deep the grave we dig, the bones of our past can be found to exist. This is called Breaking Out. Incarcerated behind tightly drum-snared steel, I hear the sun weep, staccato drenching timber, releasing tension as she smiles. (laughs) The next poem is called A Close Shave. I smile at the buzz of the electric razor, knowing that you like to be clean-shaven, feeling proud of having pieced it together after you cast it across the table, declaring it fucked. Until I catch your stare, this cuts deep. Anything mechanical intrigued you, rarely defeated you but today you wear exasperation like a dry shave with a blunt blade. Lessening dexterity thwarted once-skilled tools, your hands, hands that could carry, hold, lift, repair, protect, and even attack, shovel-like and calloused, now soft with lessening use. Your attitude would soften, too, in time. But now, as your grip on the day lessened, you bristled against it. So I applied the balm, moving in the direction of growth. Flipping open the casing on the shaver, I flick out a spring, close it over, check that it is silent, and say, yes, Dad, you're right. It's fucked. This one is called Broken. I found you this morning, all folded up, tucked in at the back of my mind's drawer, the one marked, do not open. Perhaps it wasn't closed tightly enough, overfilled, contents ready to spill if touched by hoping. You appeared in jewelry boxes, cards, photos, concert tickets, in a souvenir mug that cannot be held, its handle long since broken. The final poem I've chosen for today's episode is called Kintsugi for Stanley. Smashed on life's floor, our jagged edges made handling difficult. Confidence and strength drained through the fractures, hairline cracks, and missing pieces. Tenderly and courageously, we gathered the shards of ourselves, repairing, filling gaps with a luster to celebrate the transient, imperfect nature of life. A marriage of elements handled with care, creating a vessel of hope. For today's closing poem, I've chosen a piece from Things My Mother Left Behind. It's called The Weight of Stars. I am a pinprick of time blackened by disease, searching for a reflection of my younger self. Wrinkles smoothed and heart hollowed out. My hands hold five decades of sorrow. Liquor pushes pain to the back of my tongue, a slow burn that pulls me into the roots of escape, absorbing the emptiness in my chest. I hold the texture of the sun in a memory that lives behind my eyes. My body is a stranger, a usurper that shatters against the fist of loss. I am a perishing sky, sinking into the throat of nightfall. I hold the ache of stars in my bones, the weight of them in my belly. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of a thousand shades of green celebrating the incredible poetry of karen mooney it has been my privilege to read her beautiful work you can find out more about karen in the show notes and on my website floweringinc.com Please don't forget to take a minute to follow, rate, and comment on our podcast, and we will be back with a brand new episode in one week. A Thousand Shades of Green was created and presented by me, Susan Richardson. All artwork was created by Jane Cornwell. A Thousand Shades of Green is produced by Joe Richardson.